0: Hello, um, welcome to this episode of Better Off Read. My name's Pip Adam and this is episode 79, which means that it is the seventh in our sound series. Um, This is a 10-part sound series where I talk to writers and artists about their work in relation to a sound they have chosen. Um, Yeah, it's getting really sad. We've only got this one and then two more, which is, um, yeah, I have enjoyed this so much. Um, I'm so grateful to everyone that's been a guest um, on this series and also I'm very grateful, as always, to Creative New Zealand um for the very generous um, financial backing for this project. So thank you very much. Um it's been really great to be able to pay people for their time on the podcast. So thank you very much. Um this episode, um, gosh, ah, oh, I loved it. Um I talked to Carrie Ann Lee and Jackson Newland and they both chose sounds, um that we're able to play in the podcast so I won't talk too much about them here because um, it's quite nice the way they sort of are revealed throughout the podcast so yeah Um, yeah I hope you enjoy that Kerri-Ann and Jackson will introduce themselves as soon as I stop talking. Um, What else do I need to tell you? Oh we've got a Spotify playlist (laughs) Um, so I just started um, you know people mention songs in the podcast and um, I thought it might be quite fun to maybe put them in one place. And um, yeah, it, it makes for a very um, eclectic listen. So yeah, if you um, if you are interested in that, um, there's a link to that on our website, which is better-red.com and you can listen to them there. Um, at the end of this podcast, I will be um, offering an exercise for you to do. Um, we're hoping to put together a showcase um, at the end of um, the interviews. Um yeah if you're keen to do that we'd love it. Oh, I know that it's a bit scary but we'd really love it and I can talk to you about um how we um present the work um that you um submit. Um these can be in response to the exercises but also if there's a poem that you like or if there's just something that you think is a really good representation of sound grab that cell phone, record it, and just email it to us. There's information about how to do that on um, better-red.com. Um, who else do I need to thank? Ah, oh, there's been so many helpful people. Um, very grateful to the people at Toi Porniki, um, which is where we recorded these. Um, and, uh, oh, who else do I need to thank? Ah, oh, thank you to Brent McIntyre for the music. Um, I keep forgetting to thank. McIntyre, and of course, thank you, Creative New Zealand. So, thanks to everyone for your help, and especially thanks to Carrie Ann Lee and Jackson Newland. Um, yeah, who are you're about to hear their amazing chat. Thank you so much. i Okay, um, hello. Kerri-Ann, how are you? kerri Pip, I'm well. Yay, I like it. We're so... um (laughs) 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 Jackson, how are you? (laughs) Pretty good. That's awesome. We're amazing. We're very um, lucky to be here on such a sunny day. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you both for coming. I really appreciate it. And um, I thought if it would be okay if we could start off with you introducing yourselves. And I wonder, Jackson, would you like to start with an introduction of yourself?
1: Sure thing. my name is Jackson Newland. I'm a writer, uh, primarily of poetry, although other things as well. Um, I also do some editing and publishing and I currently work in a library. Um, yeah.
0: Awesome. That sounds very cool. Kerri-Ann, would you like to introduce yourself, however you would like to introduce yourself? <laughs> Thanks, Pip. Uh, Kira,
2: uh, my name is Kerri-Ann Lee, and I'm an artist and designer, and
0: print and sound enthusiast. Oh, awesome! Ah, I'm very happy to have both of you here. Um, yeah, you're very—you're two of my favorite people in the whole wide world. So it's very nice <laughs> to have you both here. Now, both of you have brought um, some sounds to the conversation, and. Like, either one of you could start, um, and really, I was wondering if you wanted to describe the sound. Now, I'm acutely aware that Jackson's sound, I think I'm correct, eh, Kerianne, that you and I, we don't know what that sound is. We do not know what that sound is.
1: So, yeah, it was very tricky to think of a sound to pick for this. Um, At first, I thought I would do a song, but then... It seemed a bit boring maybe. <laughs> Sorry to the people who put on these interesting songs. <laughs> um so and then I was just trying to think of sounds that like I like or that I find interesting more than necessarily just like. And I was like, Oh, should I do the um internet dial-up sound? And I was like, nah, that's a bit played out. And then I was like <laughs> Maybe I could do the sound of styrofoam. It's like one of my least (laughs) favorite sounds, but I didn't have any styrofoam. So I decided to do a sound that was a a wonderful discovery that me and some of my friends at the library had. Um, We'd been playing around with the receipt printer, and um, we found that if you printed like an image through the receipt printer it makes a very interesting (laughs) (laughs) um, noise so that's what that sound is it's almost musical or something yeah
0: and is it a particular image
1: Um,
0: like is that i'm trying to think of that translation thing like is that what cat um sounds like through a receipt printer or something or
1: no because the receipt printer is obviously designed just to do like Yes. lines of text yes. and so when you put like i put it was a photo so it was like a, a snake i think i printed for this but particularly good. um because i was just trying to find something kind of long so that the sound would be long enough because um the first time i tried it, it was a bit short so i had to find a longer image um yeah but yeah, um, so that's what a snake sounds like in receipt printer, but it's pretty much the same no matter what picture you print through it.
0: <laughs> gosh, that is astounding. My gosh, that's kind of blowing my mind a little bit. Um, Carrie ann what noise did you bring? Well, I
2: really enjoyed hearing about that. <laughs> 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 my mind was racing. I was like, oh, when I listened to it first up, yeah. I, I thought, oh, this, this should be something I know is so familiar. And then... Mm. I was saying that it's it's like when you l- I listened to it several times on repeat. It's mm. like when you say a word several times and it just becomes really abstracted. And I was like, yeah. nah, <laughs> I, I don't know it. I don't know it. <laughs> 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 yeah, I I really enjoyed trying to find a sound. It's, it's sort of something that once you put on the spot to try and bring to the table. Mm. Um, I had a few possibilities based on just sounds that i recorded on my phone at various times and there are sort of things that i had i don't know that sort of um being compelled to capture sound um, for no reason other than just marking an occasion walking down the street one day in mexico city and uh it was yeah i just heard the sound kind of wafting from the inside of a like a cantina and it was yeah this this person singing karaoke like really passionately (laughs) and uh full of full of energy and uh yeah it it was kind of lovely just being a A passerby and catching that.
0: What I think, this is okay, so this is where my mind's going, which is annoying. Um, I'm sort of thinking in Jackson's sound, there is that element of thinking I should know what it was, do you know what I mean? Like almost grasping it. Mm. And then I'm thinking with the sound that you chose, Kerry Ann, um, karaoke feels like a relatively universal, do you know what I mean? Like, you know, like we understand. maybe the, we understand what to do, how karaoke works maybe, you know, Mm -hmm. like we stand there, we're saying blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking about this familiarity and I'm thinking, I don't know, like, um, I don't even know whether I'm formulating a question there. Like I'm wondering about um, these ideas of kind of, capturing the world around us and sound maybe rather than image, and mm-hmm. especially the way yours is kind of image and sound. <laughs> and, like, kerri I'm just wondering, um, sort of leaning on you as a person who understands design but also understand, well, you know, like, enjoys sound and understands sound and that kind of thing, I'm just wondering about the idea of capturing sound when you're on holiday or anywhere, like capturing sound rather than catching photographs or something like that yeah do you have any thoughts on that i think you had
2: uh, previously asked about uh, there's uh, the, the type of qualities that are involved with either process I, I was over in europe a few years ago and yeah just the notion of you 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 go to some place like an ancient ruin and you, you have a camera with you as is hundreds of people around you uh, doing the same thing and, and mediating your realities through that, doc- that documentation process and the act of recording and making images, photographic images and I think there came a point where I just felt quite overwhelmed and fatigued by it. By way of being an image maker and, and working as a visual artist, that sort of sense of Okay, cool what, what am I doing here? <laughs> 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 what's going on? like and it just it was kind of interesting by way of just an experiment to put the camera down and um try and record uh through audio recording. just uh, I was um, yeah, I found myself in in Rome um walking through the city and stopping and recording water fountains. And it seemed kind of like a strange thing, but it was. I w- was it curious to know if there were differences. Um, I labelled each one uh, after a sort of mm-hmm. what I could see there by way of the, the statues and the kind of yeah things that were in the space. But yeah, the, I just think this is an interesting thing. There's um, contextually there's some some similarities and differences, but I think it comes down to things about being an active viewer or versus an active listener mm. Mm. and that the sound space and audio uh, recordings seem... like They offer a, an experience that's quite immersive and when you replay it and then when you review photographs or images that there's a sense that, yeah, they give clues but at the same time... We're really conscious that they're everywhere. That mm. we live in such a visually mediated and visually saturated space. Yeah, mm. that's kind of what I reckon. Oh yeah, it's an interesting yeah. thing to flip the script a bit with that.
1: Yeah, totally, it's really interesting. Like that, we do like kind of favor visual like um, medium as a way of re- recording those sort of things. Because I think like. So often when I go to, like, a poetry reading or something, I'll take photos of all the readers. But, like, what's really the point of that? Because you can't, like, (laughs) it doesn't depict what they're reading or anything. Or, like, like on Facebook, like, you know, everyone puts up photos of their holiday or something. But you could just as easily upload sounds, but people don't.
2: That's right. Sort of the notion of um, the readings as well, like Mm text-based readings. I Mm -hmm. had um, some students contribute some work on progress and share it with the class. And there were a couple of text-based works, and one which we read, and -hmm. then there was another one which was we listened to that -hmm. was spoken. And I think we got we got different things out of each instance. And it's interesting the notion of um the performativity of of sound and sound delivery. And you get a sense of the text when you hear it spoken. You get a sense of the content and you know, what it is, the ma- mm-hmm. materiality of the words. Yeah. But the, the thing about listening, you get a sense of this intention and the kind of the why behind the delivery
0: in some cases. And i think um i've been I've been thinking a lot about sound, like um it, it I think sorry, you can hear it in my voice, but I think uttering a sound is actually quite a vulnerable making uh, mm. exercise, you know what I mean like and I think, um, you know, I often find that you know sometimes even when I'm recording the introductions to these, like that first word is very frightening, and especially when I'm doing a reading like that first. Word Mm -hmm. and I just wonder about, um, you know, is this an I don't know, like, do you have any thoughts on that, Jackson, before I form it into a question? (laughs) Because I'll probably, like, you know, there's probably way more interesting things in the way I'm thinking about it.
1: Um, I don't know, it just what you just said reminds me of, um, in my younger days when I wanted to be a rapper, Mm. and um, whenever I was recording, it was definitely, yeah, that first, um, first utterance and like timing my breathing before um before i began like (laughs) filling up my lungs first (laughs) before like diving in or whatever yeah
0: interesting and i do wonder if making mark on paper is less more i don't know like you uh, you know often i've been to you know, events where you have opened the doors, and here is you know months, years worth of work hitting the eye straight away. Does that feel the same way as perhaps if you have to speak, or I don't know, like yeah,
2: yeah. There's there's a really um, interesting sense of sense of pause uh, before that activity of unleashing <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is out into the world, and something I. I make mention of sometimes within it in a space like a drawing class, and there's there's a sheet of blank paper. Mm. It's like the tyranny of the white page, yeah. and that slight, uh, yeah, hesitancy of that first mark that you make, or your relationship with the space that you're you're wanting to manifest something in. Yeah, it's an interesting kind of. Um, thing that you wrestle with I think Mm. like regardless of medium Mm.
1: yeah I mean I have a lot of um empty notebooks that like (laughs) because it's like oh if I'm gonna put something in here it needs to be good right (laughs) which is (laughs) so ridiculous
0: yeah it feels so do do, do you know what I mean like I really get that yeah like and I just um you know I think like I I don't I don't Um, I'm not involved in enough art practice, but I always, I feel like there's such a risk in that first, or not even the first moment, but there's such a risk in saying, I'm going to intervene with reality in this way. I'm going to put my legs out this way and dance this way, or I'm going to make this sound, or I'm going to write this word, or I'm going to paint this picture. And like, I just, I just think that it's really interesting. Which and like is so beautiful in your sound because I think karaoke is such a magnificent. Do you know what I mean? Like, like because you can hear the passion in the person's voice. You know, like I don't know.
2: Yeah, and I think sort of as a quiet observer, you know, the fact that it's, yeah, you know, there's so much, um, yeah, that it's, it's anonymous. Now it's random, mm-hmm. um, mysterious uh, pocket sound for me that. Yeah, it's sort of taken out of its context by way of a sound bite artifact. But for the moment, I think that notion of the, the quiet observer who kind of happens to catch the sound, it also um, embodies and manifests maybe sort of feelings that I might've had, but don't have the confidence to belt out like <laughs> this person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. wondering
1: um if you are a karaoke practitioner yourself.
2: <laughs> do I practice in the dark arts of karaoke? <laughs> <laughs>
1: because I don't. I'm far too like anxious to do that myself.
2: Yeah, it's a funny one, isn't it? Um yeah, I I hadn't for a very long time. Mm. <laughs> I think the first time I ever did karaoke was um, I don't know, maybe a decade ago, and I was invited up. I think it was actually Bette Coogan, of all people, to um, get me up. I was (laughs) hanging out with some good friends. It was, um, I think it was like uh, Christmas Eve at the Deaf Society Mm. club rooms in uh, Palmerston North. So half the audience was uh, deaf or hearing impaired, and the other half were really (laughs) (laughs) Boozed, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so it was a, a good kind of combination. Like the notion prior to that was just terrifying the um, the point of doing anything performative like that in public. But mm. I think the the sort of very generous and open-minded non-judgmental spirit of it um mm. because you're a music fan i think yeah that was that was my trained discretion into that world mm. and since then i think i i have a really strong um soft spot for karaoke i think mm. there's some really interesting things that are revealed mm. uh by way of People's um, up for itness or not. <laughs> I've managed to drag along friends who are super keen, as well as those who are just like, no way. <laughs> we will sit in the corner and watch you guys just, yeah, go crazy. But we, yeah, thank you, no, thank you. But we are there. We're witness to this insanity, and yeah, it's it's kind of cool. Like, yeah, it's a safe space, um, by way of, yeah, trusting people you're with Mm. and i don't know just it's sort of funny mirror there's a funny mirror thing with it you know it's like the stuff that you do in your bedroom or in the shower and nobody's watching but at the same time you're you're actually in a sort of wider open space public spaces perhaps yeah it's it's an interesting kind of experiment in terms of your own comfort boundaries as Mm. far as that goes i think
0: it's something like i I was always very scared of it, and then um I was lucky enough to um be going out with someone who was in a flat, and they would actually put on karaoke tapes without the machine or anything, and we would sit around the dinner table and sing together and like mm. it was terrifying for me, but I just I'm quite interested in these ways that we sort of do music together, do mm. you know what I mean like and I think that um yeah. you know there's nothing nicer than. I don't know, I, I just, I, I love it now, although I am quite anxious about it, but, you know, like you say, this belting out kind of of it is just so beautiful. Like, um, And I was thinking about um, your sound and I was yep. thinking about like this tiny little moment of music in the workplace, like there's something really <laughs> beautiful about that. Like, yeah, you know, well, like you can't
1: do it sneakily. <laughs> like, when no. you do it, everyone's oh, like <laughs> <not>. <laughs> turns their heads. I was just
0: thinking you're in a library as well, which yeah. is one of the like, oh. quieter places <laughs> in, in our world. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, how did you discover it? Like, was I, uh, oh, you don't have to give away your, um, oh. but I, I, d- like, do you, like, it must have been so magical. Like, it yeah. must be really great.
1: Um, so, because I work at Arapaki Library on Manor Street, um, which is pretty new, and when we first opened, um, there was a big to-do about, we're not allowed to put anything on the walls, like, and everything, like, it can't be like, you know, there's no notice board, no posters, nothing like that, but um, in our back workroom, we kind of gradually um, started to slowly stick things up and now we have a giant wall of um oh, nice. kind of cursed images um and just it probably happened by accident um the first time when like we were just oh this will be a good image for the wall and you print it out but it's actually accidentally sent, <laughs> sent to the receipt printer and <laughs> it's just like this magical sound um and since then we've done done it quite a few times because it's not only does it make a great sound but like visually it's c- really cool like once I printed out and a photo of the Teletubbies on it but awesome. it's all like black and white and like looks like horrific because <laughs> it came through the receipt printer <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just um this is something that I really think is interesting as well about the things that I'm sort of keying into that thing that Carrie ann said about um you know this quiet observer and like there you know, like I, I I mean, that was I remember seeing an exhibition once and the artist had said, you know, like um, that painters, you know, give up their space in society to be the observers. But I suddenly realized that with this act, you know, mm. and, and the act of, you know, like making, we sort of have this balance of observer and um, participant. Mm. And I I don't know, like I'm thinking, um especially around sound and stuff, I don't know, like, I, I, I do you mind if we talk about DJing and ann <laughs> 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 I don't know. I just, like, I mean, this whole thing started because I came to your house for dinner one night and you brought out this amazing turntable and we started playing records together and it had been so long since, you know, like the conversation continued, but there was this wonderful... Um, yeah, like someone, will, oh, yeah, that reminds me of this one. Uh, you know, I don't know. Like, have you got any thoughts on that? Sorry. You don't have to, obviously. But
2: Oh, uh, I remember that night. That was really fun. And, yeah, it was it was pretty cool just to be able to, yeah, enjoy music together and do in a way which I think everybody had kind of vested interest in mm. the sort of conversation that, yeah, sometimes, like, songs or um particular tracks kind of i don't know you're just seeing something that just sort of comes out of the blue and it sort of weasels way into it your your context your current context and you're like hang on that's yeah that track that yeah that time and those things and i think there's a kind of um it reinvigorates sort of old feelings and old moments and yeah brings it back into like a current space I I just yeah I think it's really fun playing records like you know there's some nice surprises I think that I think is kind of interesting like I mean people have different approaches to playing other people's music by way of um yeah playing records but yeah I always think it's kind of it's an interesting thing because it's revealing by way of you know your own tastes and interests and sense of aesthetics but at the same time, it's an interesting thing to try and um, have your choices of music reach out and connect with other people in that way.
0: Yeah. Because I think that was my favourite thing about the night is that, um, it, you know, like, I think... Um, this is no diss to any of my friends, but I feel like <laughs> previous to that night, it had always been one person in control and then someone else would come mm. over and be in control. And, you know, it was great, you know, because I would sort of, oh, you like this, that's really cool. But there was something about that night where it just all, you know, someone would say, oh, that reminds me of this song. And, you know, like, and it was just, it was really interesting, that kind of um I don't. It, I, I think collaboration is the right word, but there was just some kind of um space for yeah. I just mm. I really liked it.
1: Yeah. Is it something particular to records that like kind of moment or feeling or collaboration or something or is it? Yeah, I'm interested about that.
2: Uh, it was interesting because there were um, there were seven inches and LPs, mm. but also, like. And, mp3s mm, and videos mm, mm. and spotify it was just like a mix of things and mm. i think it was very much that we had this kind of really fluid sense of conversation where you know very fortunate to have uh lovely friends who've got you know a, an active um interest in music and mm. listening and yeah that we're all ki- quite keen to open up space to like find out more about stuff mm. that we don't know so that's a really fun way to go about it because i get what you mean like it can be quite jocular, Mm. like, yes, I am here to (laughs) school you (laughs) up on some music, where it's like, no, actually, if everybody's in the room has got some really interesting, Mm. or maybe stuff that, you know, it's just stuff that wouldn't be on your radar that, I Mm. mean, I find that super interesting, Mm. like yeah there's always like something you don't know and that's always like a fun space to kind of learn about it
0: because that was um like i think there was something physical in the in the in the you know because there was you know that wonderful flicking feeling when you're (laughs) flicking through you know there's just oh my god i just love it because probably because i'm old but i just love it i love it but I was wondering, do you mind if we talk about hip hop? We don't have to talk <laughs> yeah, about But absolutely. I was thinking the other day I was talking to someone about what I'm listening to at the moment and it mm-hmm. made me realise how huge you know, it's one of those things those dumb things we do with genre when Brent and I were joking about it last night. We were like, I like the novel as a genre, but you know <laughs> like and, um, But I was just thinking, like, when you first started listening to hip hop, I'm wondering yeah. about it. You know, like, because there's co- often a collaboration there as well, mm, you know, like, sure. um, I, yesterday I was listening to Tiara um, whack, is that right? Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. And I was thinking, oh, yeah, and I didn't realise she was on this, and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And I just wonder about, you know, I mean, I think I've asked you this before, so, you know, I'm annoying, because we <laughs> have one conversation for the rest of our lives, but, um, like, I'm really interested in whether that kind of hip-hop sensibility somehow feeds into like Food Court and, mm. um, you know, like the the publications that you've worked on where, yeah. I don't know, like there seems to be this sampling of other people's work. For and, sure. Yeah, this interplay between projects and stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, like, there's one, like, I can't quote it because I don't remember it exactly. And I don't <laughs> remember who said it, but I remember once hearing that, like, hip-hop is really based on, like, using what you have... Like, and it could be, you could use it in the wrong way to make something new, I guess. Mm. Like, you know, it started out with, like, Cool Herc, like, plugging his speakers into, like, the lampposts and stuff and their sampling. And, like, you're not really meant to scratch, like, a record on a turntable, but, <laughs> you know, it makes a cool sound. And that's part of, like, what I really like about this sound that I picked for this is, like, the... The printer is not meant to make that sound (laughs) but i'm using it to do something that it's not meant to do and it makes a cool sound um and yeah that's something that's um really i think important to me and something that i have always wanted to like inject into my own projects but not always knowing how to do it but hoped that i did it in some way um i really like that with my book actually um that was published by compound press like covers are made of like um, old um, like files from like an off- office files and that's like a cool kind of version of that I think um, and like I guess people do use those similar techniques in writing sometimes with like you know poems will often be like after someone and like they'll like borrow lines or adapt things or or even forms I guess I don't do that very much, though. (laughs) I don't know why. Um, I can't even remember what your question was. Oh,
0: you've kind of blown my mind a little bit. Like I was (laughs) thinking, I was thinking of that Rebecca Hawkes poem, "Every machine is a smoke machine if you use it." What's the last night Wrong wrong enough enough or something. And I I was just, I was thinking, I'm gonna spin over to punk, and I'm wondering, you know, like it's interesting, eh? Like this. I think there's a slight difference there, but I don't know, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. What do you reckon? You don't have to answer that.
2: (laughs) What's the question?
0: Ah, there are, you know you know me. There is no question. It's just me <laughs> no. using, just going. Oh, That's very interesting. Yeah. I'm just thinking no. like I I was thinking yeah this idea of using things wrong to make to make beautiful noise and I was thinking punk is kind of like that and that you know like I do not know like these are my memories of yeah. the beginnings of it you know like you know like I do not know how to play this instrument but I want it to make a noise and I'm quite happy with this noise and yeah, yeah. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I like that. Um, the f- The people I would have loved to have been in bands with, like I, you know, I've never played in a band. I've always been a, f- a fan and supporter and put, put on. on shows and you know gone to sh- gone to gigs. But well, a lot of the folks who I I, f- I kind of look up to, who I, I figured, yeah, just kind of forged their own way through. Kind of, yeah, just did that kind of worked it out themselves there was a sense of free spirit by way of yeah just share kind of yeah I don't know stickability with it and not really worrying too much about how mm. it's supposed to be yeah. I think yeah um. I think there's sort of that notion of you know innovation but uh, th- even that word is kind of icky when you put it against. What actually people do, mm. you know. I think you know from a kind of outsider perspective, you know, and, and I it's difficult to kind of wrestle with because when you are quite close to a, a sort of scene or or a particular way of being or processes, like yeah, DIY punk, it's like well, yeah. There, there's sort of certain forms. There's there's definitely kind of you know visual cues and references, but yeah just that constant kind of sense of like surprise or shock out of the box it's just like whoa what is that and what is that now like yeah what's what is it to you Mm. (laughs) as well like yeah it's funny I caught up with uh, some friends last night who were sort of talking about various bands that we got into and yeah for a long time when I was younger it was like oh you know just like reading a review and back pages of maximum rock and roll or something and going sure that sounds super cool i like just the, se- the words that describe this record by this band that i don't know i'm gonna write to them and like you know order it mm. and then yeah just getting that sense of connection through yeah piecing things together yeah i think i've gone off trail a bit
0: you are so on trail. <laughs> I just I can listen to you guys. <laughs> t- <laughs> <laughs> to you both talk all day. Did you you were, were yeah? You well, thinking
1: you were talking about like a difference between that like hip hop thing of using what you have, and it maybe it's the wrong thing to make something. Um, and then punk. Maybe I'm not an expert, but I feel like musically at least, it's often you have the instruments, but you don't necessarily know how to use them. But you do it anyway. Mm. And I think the diff- there's different similarities there, but I think that is a difference. Like like you don't need to know how to do it but and you just do it anyway versus like you're using something completely different um, that maybe isn't even thought of an instrument previously or mm. something.
2: Yeah, it's really interesting. Like, yeah, when you get down to it those are sort of certain things that come about because generally in that realm where they're put close together, I guess, yeah, music or sound making, let's just say arguments like hip-hop and punk, yeah. it's like, yeah, there's that sense of resourcefulness kind of comes about. Yeah, But at the same time, it's um, thinking, yeah, that it, it, there's those, those hierarchies around what's like formal and informal mm. <laughs> as well, like, you don't necessarily need to, you know, get academic training to get what you need to get out of no. something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Just, it's kind of interesting.
0: Mm. And, like, I I sort of want to carry on from that, which probably is, uh, my mind's the only one doing this. But I was thinking, like, um, with your Sound Jackson, like... Um, how should I put it, like sort of taken out of context, it becomes something else. Like I think Carrie ann said, you know, like I was thinking video games, I was thinking mm-hmm. it's quite musical, yeah. you know, and like it has that really strange thing that as it goes along, I think it gets slower and mm. that changes the, you know, the the um, frequency of the noise and yeah. all that sort of thing. And I, I'm, I'm thinking that this idea when we take, I don't know, I'm making a huge leap now, but I'm wondering about taking sound away from its meaning you know mm. what i mean and I, I think you know like i'm thinking perhaps of the some of the pun poems in your book and like how you know like there are these awesome words that kind of mean two things at once and mm-hmm. some words that mean the opposites of themselves yep. but they sound the same i don't mm-hmm. know have you got any thoughts maybe even moving into like that idea of nonsense sort of stuff i don't know like
1: yeah um i mean it, i love a good pun um absolutely (laughs) and I know some people really hate them um but I think I've thought about it quite a lot for some reason and um (laughs) what I really like about a pun is that to me it's like a form of magic like something can be two things at the same time and like the way that you can do that with language that i haven't necessarily found in other mediums um i mean yeah i first like i'm probably just going to keep talking about hip-hop for this whole podcast but um that's where i kind of first got into them because like often when we talk about puns like we think they're silly and they're jokes and stuff but in rap like um they use puns all the time as like punchlines and like um it's, like, they're often seen as very clever or smart, whereas, like, in other contexts, people think they're really dumb, <laughs> which is really <laughs> a strange thing as well.
0: Carrying on from that, like, I mean, sorry, my mind's all over the place, but we'll just go with it. Um, Carrying on from this idea... Kerry, and one of the things I'm so interested in, we did talk about the fountain recordings when we had coffee the other day, and also even when you sent this recording through, it had a file name. And I'm wondering about this act of naming, you know what I mean? Like putting words to noise, you Mm. know, or put, sorry, you know, sound. And I wonder, like, I don't know if you can remember any of the fountain ones off the top of your head, but I just wonder, you know, it's interesting how we do... You know, I th- I think most of my, v- my um, what do you call it, my um, image files are not named. I just flick through them and I can see mm. the thumbnail. But there's something, we need this sort of extra step to remember which, you know, like that sort of thing. And I just yeah. wonder, could you talk maybe about the act of naming those sound files? Right, that sort
2: of was around like titles yeah, for yeah. tracks and yeah, things, yeah, or titles yeah. for artworks. yeah. Yeah, I think uh, like one of the one of the water fountain ones was uh, something like two mermen holding a salad bowl. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's what the the fountain looked like. (laughs) (laughs) That classic. (laughs) (laughs) That perennial (laughs) favorite yeah it's it's interesting that we quite often say you know if you give something a name you know it's it, you breathe life into it mm-hmm. you, you know it's the thing has legs it has life somehow rather than this nameless shapeless thing or you know, it it's it's something very assertive by way of needing to do that or doing it um, yeah i i think it also I, I guess it has evocations, like quite often, yeah, by way of concocting titles for works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's kind of, it can be quite, um yeah, quite stressful. Uh, sometimes it just happens. Like it, it's, it just sometimes flows. Of course, it's, that's what it's called. Other times it takes ages and it has many different forms. Like I, I got into it especially sort of routine of keeping a notebook of various random words or phrases, quotes, Mm -hmm. ideas, um, which kind of come back from time to time. Yeah, things that stick in the brain. I'm interested in stuff that sticks. But yeah, it does kind of two things. It it kind of, uh, a name or a title sticks itself to the artwork, and it also transforms the reading of the work.
0: And I was just thinking, like, you have been very disciplined around titling in your last book. (laughs) Like.
1: Well, I guess so. Um, Like, I suppose each – well, because I also kind of think of them none of them as having titles and Mm. they just all Mm. start with the same kind of phrasing. Um, Yeah, my book, every poem starts with I am a something Mm. and it's from that perspective – but like, I don't really like thinking them, of them as being called like "I am a bear," because it seems like a dumb title to me. <laughs> <laughs> I quite like it. Oh, thank but you. But it's kind of it
0: is interesting, because like, that's um going back to like, um, like I will I, I know nothing about visual art, um, but when so often your work borrows images from existing places, you know, like in collage or I don't, I'm not sh- quite sure what you call what you do, but I love it. And <laughs> I'm wondering if any of the residual words or sound around that maintains, you know, I'm just, I'm just wondering, like, I'm thinking about sampling really and stuff like that, but I just wonder if you've got any thoughts on that, like, yeah,
2: yeah, I, I figured, you know, there's this sort of residual nods to sound and audio I guess by way of, I don't know, maybe it's in there by way of the process, what I read, what I listen to, you know, coming through in references of titles, but I think of it by way of soft guidance, uh, to, yeah, to look at the work but also understand it, I that there's, yeah, yeah they're asked just sort of questions around, uh, the relationship between visual art and and sound and noise. <laughs> 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 and I mean, there's sort of a large kind of, I guess, canon around that from, you know, Vasily Kandinsky and early abstract expressionism, and, you know, people kind of are feeling like there are uh, people who've been actively working in both spaces. Uh, but yeah, I think there's a few kind of uh, sort of areas in that like it was the question around uh, collage
0: yeah yeah if you if, if that's an interesting way to go yeah yeah
2: well I, I was sort of thinking about that by way of like the, the visual art and and sound and I guess that the word composition you know sits in both spaces and how I kind of treat my process of Um, using found imagery, um, and collage as an ordering device, you know, sort of Mm -hmm. sampling by way of um, having things that have already had a visual shelf life to recontextualize it. And, yeah, in this way, in, in a sort of, yeah, picture space, which, um, Yeah, it's an interesting kind of space because it sort of also leaves room for the viewer to make the meanings as well. So yeah, I wonder that in terms of listeners as well for music, like musicians who make music and you you know that quite often people say they find themselves in the music when they're listening to it. I sort of wonder that in terms of a a figurative or a pictorial um, sort of space you know, the abstract expressionists had it <laughs> their way with, you know, sort of like shapes, lines, colors, and volume by way of that. But yeah, by way of um, things that are, are quite, yeah, they, they they could on the surface seem quite fixed, like they've been taken from various contexts. But like, what is the loosening of that, and how uh, how how is it useful f- to be able to work with that? I, I find it's an interesting challenge like doing the visual
0: work that I do. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I must say, I mean, this is this weird thing where I I see your work in one way, but I feel like there are crossovers there as well. You know, this idea of something having a shelf life and then you grabbing it and doing something else with it poetically or, um, yeah, like, am I right?
1: I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking the jokes. Like the jokes. where are the jokes? No, I'm thinking yeah. about like in in the last book. Yeah. You know, like um, some of those jokes. I feel like I've heard before, but not like that. And yeah. and I think, um, you know, they do feel like this idea that once a joke's told, it's had its shelf life. But there's something about the way you reimagine them which makes me think, oh, and so many of them depend on sound because they're puns and Mm, that sort of thing. But yeah, I don't
1: know. I mean, I think a lot of it is probably context, right? Um, Like, if your dad said one of those <laughs> things to you you would probably be like oh come on but um i don't know in the elevated space of a poetry <laughs> <laughs> collection <laughs> um but i also i really like the idea of jokes as poetry and i think that's part of the reason why with those poems i'm not like inserting the pun into a longer poem or anything i it kind of just stands alone as and it is what it is and like I find that very satisfying in a way like and it's all maybe I'm making some sort of statement about like what poetry can be potentially um I hope that's not all that it's doing but yeah um I
0: don't know it feels like i mean i just you know as a total uh, observer but (laughs) it does feel very similar to the stuff um the way Ann articulated it you know like Mm. when i am when i turn the page and here is this one liner you know white space all around Mm. it um i i notice it in a different way kind of like the printer printing on the receipts you know what i mean like i'm suddenly like you know, like, that's kind of interesting. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's often, uh, you know, like when I've been to exhibitions of yours, I'm kind of like, oh, I can pick out that and that and that. And, uh, you know, like, oh, you know, I I had that magazine or, you know, Mm -hmm. and there's something really exciting about it because it it becomes renewed, even Mm -hmm. though it's the same thing
1: or something. I I think something like about... You put something in that sort of context, people will look at it more closely, right? Mm, Like, if someone just says a stupid joke, you're like, oh, that's dumb. (laughs) But, like, when it's, like, there in a book and it's just those few words, like, you are maybe more likely to look at how the words are actually put together um, and the construction of it um, and kind of, like, look deeper at maybe a meaning behind it. Because a lot of... like almost all of those poems I think like it's a stupid joke but there's also quite a lot of like pathos (laughs) in those poems (laughs) like they're all kind of from a pretty depressed perspective
0: (laughs) which often is the funny you know, like yeah. which is a terrible thing to say, but <laughs> no, absolutely. Uh, oh my god. And this so like just riffing off this idea of lots, you know, that everything's available to us. Mm. You know, like um we don't just have to um write about roses and that kind of thing. Mm. Um the other day when we were having a coffee, and we were talking a little bit about being able to do more than one thing. You know, that idea that um yeah. I, I just feel very excited that... And I, I think that the people that I gravitate towards their work, they are doing more than one thing. And I just wonder, you know, do you have any thoughts about that? Like, you know, when you were saying the things that you do, I mean, you know, like... I don't know. Yeah.
2: I, I sort of wondered that now, you know, and also just with this year being the way it's been, it's sort of like, wow, what is that? What is that now? <laughs> really? <laughs> like, really? Uh-huh. You you want to do all those things? Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Not just me. I, mean, I think, you know, you probably both know lots of people as well who just do all the things. Yeah. And it's like, wh- and why? why? Why do we do all these things? And it was just a hypothesis about this kind of uh, sort of, pre Y2K acceleration uh I don't know the the folks who are kind of on either side of that that marker point if you want, just uh, being able to, everything sort of, you know, opened up, you know, sort of very much kind of yeah, sort of postmodernism <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: but trying to go, okay, cool, well like, can we do this thoughtfully? Uh yeah, that no one else said otherwise, I think. <laughs> That's just the <laughs> short answer. It's
1: <laughs> <I laughs> <laughs> so I true. I think yeah. from my perspective, um, a lot of the, the people who do a lot of things do it out of necessity as well. Mm. It's like, mm. okay, I've written this book, no one wants to publish it, I guess I'll have to do that now. Oh, And like, oh, you know, oh, I... um you know my friend has made all these works of art they have nowhere to put them i guess we'll open a space <laughs> um and it's yeah like cuz that's how i've ended up doing a lot of things like l- learning to lay out like publications and stuff like i kind of just figured it out as i went along because we needed someone to do it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and
2: also having good role models in that space too, yeah, like I mean. people around you and people who have come before as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. That's probably another thing.
0: And there's just I, – I, I, while I've been doing these, I've been thinking a lot about technology and I've been thinking mm-hmm. about how often it's a space-making mas- exercise, you know what I mean? Like often it's kind of um, – and, uh, yeah, it's this thing where part of me thinks, oh, my gosh, you know, it's because I can sit here now with relatively inexpensive equipment and record something that I can then send to people. It's almost like yeah. having a radio show, you know. <laughs> and But then I think back, you know, like, I guess, you know, we had an 8-track in the bedroom that we would record on as well. And I don't know, like, it just... I feel excited, but should I feel excited? You know, the fact that you can... You know, I, c- I could lay out a book, make it available. You know, I don't know.
1: I think it's great to feel excited. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it
2: is exciting. It's both those things. Like, uh, yeah, you could totally do all the things. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's it's okay if you don't. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's, another, that's another aspect. I think I, I had a lovely friend say to me once, You know how, like, you do all the things? Well, I don't really do all the things, and I don't. I—that's not what I do. And, and they said, you know, but I—I'm a really, you know, I'm a fan. I'm a supporter, and you know, I love that folks do all the things, <laughs> and you know, that's that's me. And, and I figured that's super great because, yeah, it's <laughs> it, there's no virtual, and you know, no. but you do like you either do it or you don't, yeah. you know, and the people who busy doing things they don't really stop to think too hard about Mm. it
1: (laughs) and often it is very exciting when you start doing all the things but then you (laughs) people are like oh that person does all the things (laughs) 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 and so you get stuck doing a lot of stuff (laughs) yeah that
2: sort of um annoying adage which a few people have said to me it's give the job to the busy person yeah it's like no that's yeah, that may be something needs to shake up with there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I think um, you know, it goes back to the f- one of the first things you said, Ann, was that idea of the the place of the silent listener and mm. the silent observer. And I think that, uh, you know, like I think I always want to be making sure that I'm balancing some of that in there. You know mm. what I mean? Like, you know, that that um, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but you know, like that sort of feeding in as well as. You know, what do you call it? Transmission as well as, you know, broadcast. You know, like making sure that I'm not just all broadcast. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of interesting.
2: Yeah, I just think back at the time, like I grew up listening to the radio a lot as a kid and how it was just being a really active listener. Mm. That sort of joy that you're kind of connected, but you just don't have to have that, you know, pressure to respond or, you know, I did actually side note, you know, the telephone, trying to win the competitions. times, like <laughs> ring through, but that, that was more like a yeah, you know, those funny little moments where you can break out of that. <laughs> yeah. But but there's something really joyful in in being able to to listen without pressure to yeah react or respond. I think that's something really good in that being able to do that mm-hmm. sometimes.
0: Yeah cuz I think I think that is one of the interesting things where I get very interested in sound making but I just I realize that so much of my joy comes through listening you know like I don't know like I don't know it, it really does you know like it, 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 I just think it's it's wonderful I love it
1: but wouldn't it would be weird right if you just really loved sound making and didn't like listening to things
0: now you see i think there might be some people that would not think that is weird and those are the people i would rather not no uh, sorry i shouldn't judge those people that's great but yeah i think you're so right like i mean that um i was thinking about how reading is so much a huge part of writing you know like you know like as you can't just write and not read back what you've written so you know like attuning those skills so yeah i guess i guess that makes sense yeah how do you listen mostly today like as far as music goes like um do you like i mean is it a headphone coming off the phone while you're walking like what 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 would your listening landscape look like um Like, even in the last couple of days, like, can you work and listen to music, or is it important to work and listen to music, or...
1: Um, I mostly listen to things on my AirPods Mm -hmm. these days, um, and it's mostly either, like, when I'm going somewhere, travelling between locations, or while I'm doing some sort of chore, um currently in my life like my like writing and stuff kind of I don't have a lot of dedicated writing time and mostly comes just like in little bits and pieces in between things as well so I don't I guess I don't it's not really doesn't really work thinking about whether I listen to things while I write because I don't (laughs) maybe i just don't (laughs) write anymore i don't know (laughs) but i just write down little notes but um yeah i and to be honest i don't listen to music as actively as i used to i spend most of my time listening to podcasts i think (laughs) yeah which is sad i find but
0: i was thinking the other day like i was i've been trying to um i don't know what the word is but um psychoanalyze myself <laughs> or something mm. i don't know i've been thinking about why it is that i because I, i'm the same i listen yeah. to podcasts almost constantly yeah. and i realize that a lot of it is at home because it feels like company a little yeah, bit and, and i don't know why music doesn't feel the same and also this is the thing that i am really trying to change is that i think that i feel like i should be learning something you know like i've got to be it's got to be doing, 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 doing. And listening to music, uh, for some reason, I feel like it's much more important for me to learn about. Like, I've just listened to this terrible podcast called Rabbit Hole, which was the most depressing thing I've ever heard about kind of QAnon and, you know, like um, PewDiePie and, you know, and all <laughs> that YouTube. And, and I was like, oh, I know that now. And I was thinking, wouldn't. And then today, because um, we watched a movie last night, I've just been listening to Bruce Springsteen today and, like, just thinking, wow, this this is doing something you know, what's that word called? Like it's doing something to energetically to me. It's doing some kind of, you know, it's, it's, I can feel the creative juices. I don't know that's a horrible word, but you know what I mean? Like there's, there's, you know, I've just, uh, yeah, it's an interesting. It's very different, right? Mm. Like
1: what it does to you like physically and mentally and maybe spiritually, I guess, like listening to music rather than just listening to but, like, when I I have the same thing with podcasts, it's about, like, it's very, like, it's about, it's makes me less lonely, I think. And I think of, because I listen to the same podcast, and, like, just, like, every day, and I think of them as my friends, yeah, you know? Yeah, totally, yeah, <laughs> like, totally. Yeah. Totally. And I don't, it's pretty sad as well maybe. But like
0: But I remember it as a child as well. Like I used to listen to the radio and there was always the same person on mm. every morning. And I sort of like I remember meeting him and being very surprised they didn't know <laughs> why, you know, like <laughs> what? <laughs> but we spend our intimate moments in the morning together. <laughs> what is it? It's really weird. What about you, it Like is, do you do you listen while you walk or do you listen while you work or what what I don't know. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, yeah
2: yep, uh yeah multi-format uh headphones uh out in the world um you know records cds mp3s uh occasionally listen to a piece of music um, online um, for whatever reason just because I read a piece of writing about it mm. I want to just Listen to something. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, li- listening to lots of, I don't know, just live music as well. Mm. Just, um, yeah, music in an environment, just sort of contributing to atmosphere, sort of does something else. Yeah, it's good. Like just being able to, you know, just get that charge, that strange mm-hmm. electric charge from sort of music or sound. But at the same time I actually quite enjoy no sound. Mm. Um, or non non sounds. I guess it's um yeah, just that's sort of a nice nice palate cleanser or something. (laughs) 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 Just just yeah, you don't have to look too far to like yeah, tune in if you're actively listening.
0: Because I just suddenly realised... Oh, yeah, I don't think we'll even go near live music because it's just making me feel a bit sad at the moment. <laughs> like oh. I just, yeah. I. Um, but I must admit, I did enjoy... I think I've talked about this before, but there were a few streamed concerts um, mm. over lockdown. I think Melted Ice Cream were doing... And it was just this amazing thing where you were... Oh, here's someone performing in their bedroom and I can watch it on my TV. And it was yeah. it was this new kind of live experience that was just so interesting. <laughs> like, you know, like, it was so yeah. weird. But I can't wait to be back in a venue with people. It'd be so cool. Um, we are just about out of time. Um, and I always ask people this, and you don't have to answer it, but, um, and you can answer it any way you want. But I'm just wondering about the last thing you did listen to, like, um, Like I say, I listened to Born in the USA on the way over (laughs) here, which was, (laughs) I was listening with a new ear to that. Um, Yeah, um, but I don't know. Like, can you, what is your podcast? Um,
1: Yeah, the last (laughs) thing I listened to was the No Dunks podcast um, because I'm a big nerd who listens to like four different NBA podcasts on the regular but never actually watches any games. (laughs) 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 I'll like um, check the score of games on my phone at work but not ever actually see them being played um but yeah those are my friends <laughs> at no dunks and i
0: suppose like <laughs> the nba is such a interesting political right now? yeah like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you probably oh. couldn't be listening to anything more interesting than a <laughs> podcast about the nba yeah. what about you kerry what was the last thing you listened to yeah that's an
2: interesting one i think Uh, the last sound I actually tried making was trying to hum or find the words or lyrics to the the national anthem Mm -hmm. uh we were just talking about it yesterday and and I just said oh it's it's," I said oh isn't it funny when you know someone you know all of a sudden usually in ceremonies we all now stand for the national anthem and, and then there's this kind of sinking feeling that <laughs> a lot of people sort of have sort of like you know it just as it sort of starts la- launching and it's just like I know that the, I kind of knew the tune well I, kind of like, I don't even know, know if I knew the tune but it just I just knew that it was like the slow dirge mm. and I was like <laughs> trying to find the lyrics for it I was like oh something about God God defend New Zealand <laughs> and it's like ah oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I eventually got it, but it took some time, so just like trying to hum it over lunch yesterday mm-hmm. uh listening wise um like probably from a playlist Frankie knuckles um but also what was more interesting um I couldn't sleep uh last night, and I had to put earplugs in and I could hear the sound of my breath <gasps> and yeah, whatever heartbeat or. Body sounds, and I always find that's quite creepy. But then it's actually no, it's a good thing you're alive. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: that's yeah. That seems like a good place to stop. (laughs) We're alive. (laughs) It's very good. Thank you both so much. It's just been such a pleasure talking to you, and uh, my mind has been blown as it always is. And I'm really grateful. Thank you so much. Thanks. Cool. Thank you. This is the exercise. So um. I absolutely, as you can probably hear in my, um, oh, wow, um, throughout the chat, I was very excited about this idea of using something wrong to make the right sound. Um, So how about trying to make a poem out of noises that are not words? so what I was thinking is maybe you could get together several objects that make noise um you might want to um you know when you put a cup on a table it makes a noise when you tap things they make a noise sometimes when you unscrew the lids of things they make noises so maybe getting yourself a vocabulary of noises together and then maybe you would be interested in setting your um yeah setting your phone to record and then just seeing what happens like um is there a rhyme, um, is there rhythm, yeah, anyway, oh, I hope you enjoy it, and um, yeah, like I say, we would love to put together a showcase of these, um, if you are willing to share them, there's information on the website about how to do that, that's better-red.com, um, I am on Twitter, all over the place, my name's Pip Adam, um, and also, yeah, just, yeah, anyway, I hope you have a really good day, and thank you so much for listening.